Yeah. 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 So I got it. Thanks. On the other mics, on the mics as well. We are good. I see enough, I think. Right, are we ready? Yep. Yeah. Hey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Target Transfers podcast, the number one heat printing podcast in the world. Today, we are joined by Taffy from Print Press Pros. Thank you. Thank you for having me so much. Thank you. And I think we're just going to dive a little bit into your story, where you're taking your business, and just tell everyone a bit more about you. So introduce yourself, Taffy. Okay, so my name is Taffy. Uh, I am the owner of Print Press Pros, which is an educational printing company. Um, we are working towards being UK's number one educational t-shirt print company. Um, and this is a recent model that we only started recently this year. Um, prior to that, you know, a bit into my story more. Um, so I'm from South London, in it, <laughs> as you can imagine. Um, but um, literally, I grew up um, not doing too well academically in school, and but I never allowed that to to define success for me. You know, not even though I didn't do so well in school academically, I was more always better at practically doing things than theory. If that made sense. So when it came to something with context for you, basically, yeah, yeah. So I can, I can, I can touch that. I can feel that. I can understand it by going through the process of it. Yeah. So anything that was tangible, rather yes. than sit there, do this, do that, say this. Say yeah, that. It, it it was easier for me to to um you know do because it was tangible. So starting up the business uh, in 2014, you know, just after I finished academics, because obviously I I, I finished first year of college. And around that time, I was fortunate to receive um, funding for, for okay. a business at the time. It was actually a dance company. So actually, yeah, I, I used to dance, as you can okay. imagine. Yeah, you? Not, yeah. not, not anymore. Not just yeah. the company. You used to actually dance. I used to actually what dance. What kind of dance did you do? Content, well, not contemporary, but um, it was more street dance, um, you know, Afrobeats when it started out. A lot of the normal dance that was going around that time. The point was the dance company was meant to go and perform at events and, you know, we'll yeah. get paid to go perform at events and birthdays, et cetera. And at that time I was 17. So that was my first business at the age of 17. Now, funny story how it all happened. So I needed a T-shirt one time for my dance company. Yeah. So uh, I walked into a local print shop, right? And they told me it was 20 quid for a T-shirt print, with a with T-shirt with a print. And I was like, that's quite extortionate, right, for, for one T-shirt? So um, around that time, of course, with the funding I had, I decided to um, purchase my own machines, my own printing machines. So I got myself uh, a little heat press um, and a cutter at that time. So the, the, the heat press at that time was like a very standard heat press you can get from like Amazon for like $120 or $200, wherever it was. And then the cutter I had around that time was one of the... Um, one of the chi Chinese cutters online, you know, which were like um, 400 quid, four, 500 quid at that time. So um, I had that set up, you know, it was a heat press and car. And um, literally it went from printing t-shirts for my dance company to printing t-shirts for a friend, yeah. to another friend. And then before you know it, I'm printing for like more corporate clients, artists, celebrities, YouTubers, the council, etc. So it was organic growth. Yeah, it was, it was organic. Like I didn't know nothing about, you know, because that was what, 2013, 2014. 
So that was a time when Instagram was on the rise more and people were using it. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know nothing about like social media those times. So literally most of my business came through word of mouth. Which like, is exactly what we were saying on the last podcast yeah. episode. Somebody wrote in with a question about how to get more business when they first start okay. out. Mm-hmm. And we were saying about localized business and it's yeah. sort of what's on your doorstep rather than the international sort of stuff. No, definitely, definitely that. Most of my business came from referrals. You know, um, working with this person and that person's like, no, he, Taffy did a great job for me. Let let me work with him and get some stuff done, etc. And it became a thing where it just, you know, trended. I went from doing like 50 pounds a month to like five to 10,000 in revenue. You know what I mean? So when, when that was going on at that time, um, especially being a young um, entrepreneur, you know, you, you, you get excited. It's like, it's a very fast life because you're, you're making money. You're not doing the, the, the normal, you know, whether it is in, uh, cause I would have went to second year of college, then university, etc. So not doing the norm was obviously a bit uh, different for me. Of course that came with a lot of challenges. You know, some of the challenges that I faced were making a lot of mistakes. You know how it is within running a business itself isn't easy. So like there's the uh, financial side of running the business, the, the the admin side of running the business. There's so many parts to it. Yeah. And I literally was doing all of these things and figuring out how to do all of these things, whether it was how to um, reach out to customers, which was something that, you know, was I was mastering at a point because I was getting the customers, but then it was on how to manage customer orders if that makes sense. And then it was it was like going from, you know, somebody ordering t-shirts and I'm telling them, yeah, I'll get them by this day and then not being able to keep up to those days because I didn't, you know, take into consideration, um, you know, time scaling and understanding, you know, booking in jobs and making sure I know I can get done by this day, you know, uh, over promising or no, under promising, but over delivering. Is that the expression they say? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm trying to always find best ways to improve, but before all of that i was making a lot of mistakes yeah, yeah. you know so the mistakes were crazy because i remember there was a time this is a funny story so <laughs> there was an event i think it was like a sponsor event going on and um one charity basically ordered about three four hundred t-shirts now <laughs> this is all before screen print transfers i even knew about it so they ordered about like um three four hundred t-shirts and they had like six colors front and back by the way front and back six colors yeah. and i remember the plan was to outsource the order the plan was to send the order to a screen printer to get done yeah that would that was the only way it would make sense because it was polyester t-shirts that was the only way you could get screen it would have been done dtg because you know polyester dtg yeah. how it goes so that was the plan i get the 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 product sent to the supplier to get done the supplier loses the parcels the boxes go missing completely missing and i'm and, I, and i'm stressing in my mind now thinking i got three days to deliver this project and i remember that happening and i was just so stressed thinking what i'm gonna do long story short they found the boxes they found the boxes now that was lucky but that wasn't the end that wasn't thing. the end of it they oh. find the boxes and then they come back to me and they tell me they can't get it all done and at that time what did i do i already spent some of the profits because I thought the order was already done. It's out of the way. I don't have to worry about it. So I can, you know, spend the profits now. But that's where it went wrong. And then at that point, so they had to send the order back to me and I had to figure out how I can get this order done in three days. Because there was no way I was gonna go back to the customer and tell the customer, oh, sorry, I can't get your order done. 
um, it's too short deadline when, you know, I've already told them I can get mine by this day. And to, to come back and tell them, I can't even refund you your full amount because I've spent some of the money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I spent some of you, you know what I mean? So that was one of the mistakes I made. And I remember with that order, this was like the craziest moment in business, like the craziest. I tried to get that order done. That took me four sleepless nights. It was like a Thursday morning, seven in the morning until Saturday morning. I was working on that order. I didn't go home. I didn't sleep. I didn't eat. Well, I ate. I tried to eat anyway. I didn't shower, obviously. I, I was literally working tirelessly straight for those those three, four days to try and complete that order. And the saddest things about it is that I didn't even get to complete it. I only got to complete the front of it and then the back of it, obviously, with all the sponsors. That was the most important part of the T-shirt I didn't get to do, which was like a very awful feeling yeah. because it's like, you know, somebody, especially when, you, when you're scaling up in business and you have somebody vouching for you and you let them down, it's the most painful feeling ever because it's like this person vouching me, they spent like three, four, because there's like a three, four grand order and I let them down. I actually let them down. I remember that day, um, I went back home and had a shower, of course. And then, um, and I ate something. Yeah, I ate something, definitely. <laughs> And I remember just staying in bed for two weeks. I stayed in bed for two weeks. Obviously, I got out, you know, here and there, but I didn't leave the house for two weeks. I was, um, what's the word? I was paralyzed. I was just like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to touch another T-shirt. And I was having like PTSD of T-shirts in my, in my dreams. Like, I don't want to see another T-shirt. And that, yeah, I was starting to, I, start, I definitely started to hallucinate on the third day. I was like seeing shadows and stuff. Definitely. Like, I've come to get the order and it's not ready. <laughs> no, literally, like, I'm, the, the, the crazy thing about that story, I forgot to put, point out, they were actually so lovely as well. Mm -hmm. They actually actually, they actually came out their way to help. When I actually came forward to them and told them the truth, mm -hmm. that, you know, this happened, I spent some of the money, did, 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 this happened with the supplier, they actually came out their way and they actually helped. You know, I remember the, the, the lady at the time, she was um, a few months pregnant. She came with her, 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 her toddler, her husband. They all came together and they actually helped me with the order which is something you don't yeah, expect. It's unheard of, you don't expect to happen. But I think they had sympathy for me because I was, I was what, 18, 19 at the time. Mm -hmm. So like, I, like I said, a lot of these mistakes I made was very, very young in business. 18, 19, 20, 21, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, I had to, you know, learn the hard way. That, 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 that was one of the biggest things in business, cash flow, because obviously starting a business, um, you know, most people don't have capital. You know, you know, stature. Most businesses fell within the first two years due to lack of capital, experience. You know, sometimes people say location and other things, but those were one of my things that I went through, like lack of lack of capital. So it was like, for me, it was it's either it was going to work or it won't. If that makes sense. So when I when I went through that experience, I remember I never wanted to touch a t-shirt ever again. I remember I said I'm just going to go back to academics. I'm just going to go work um, full time. And because I, I didn't feel like I had experience because I left college studying like a BTEC level two um, in business and then going to this business, I felt like I had no experience. I felt like no one was going to employ me. I thought, what am I going to do? I'm just going to go work um, nothing against Lidl. I was going to work Lidl night shifts and et cetera. But um, I remember around that time, um, somebody spoke to me and they told me like, 
look what you've built over the years. I mean, look how much skills you've gained from printing. You learned how to use Adobe, um, Illustrator, Photoshop, Premiere Pro. You learned how to use a vinyl cutter, a heat press. Go and do it again. Like, go and do it again. Use these skills and go and do it again. And the, and, and the thing is, at that moment, it's funny because I never thought about that. You know, when you're at your lowest point, all you think about is giving up. All you think about is, let me just, you know, run into the little corner and just forget about all of this. But at that moment, um, you know, it, it, it uplifted my spirit and I felt like, yeah, I could, I could give this another chance. Yeah, it's about looking back as how far you've come rather than yeah. the, it's like the um, post we share on social sometimes and it has like 50 steps behind a person yeah. two above it and it goes, you always look at mm -hmm. the hurdle of the top two steps, never the 50 that you've already climbed up Yeah, and don't look back to see what you've already accomplished like you were saying. No, definitely, definitely. And and that's how it was for me. And and another thing as well with that, um, when that person, the, the, the person I spoke to, um, I remember them, you know, organizing and coming together to um, work with an, another person who was a landlord at that time that I was running a space in. They came together, they had a conversation and, you know, they, I, they, they inspired me. They're like mentors to me. They've helped me up over the years a lot. And they taught me a lot of these things in terms of the print industry. I learned a lot from them. Uh, that's one thing that I liked and I should have got a mentor earlier in my career yeah. instead of leaving things to the last minute. Mm -hmm. So they came together and this was like a life changing experience. They came together, the landlord agreed with the, the, um, the, my other mentor, and then they basically decide, decided to allow me to still um, rent the space there, um, rent free for three months. On top of that, the mentor, the guy who was teaching me a lot of things with the printing company, he bought me, because prior to that, I sold my machines and things I had because I needed cash to like pay all these debts that I had. Mm -hmm. So um, that mentor um, bought a new cutter and press for me, and literally they came together and said, look, start again. For me, that was um, very emotional, man, because people don't do that. Like people don't do that, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and especially cause these were people who were, who were strangers to me. There's people I've known for 10 years, 15 years, people who've seen me in my whole career of growing up from, from school or college or getting into business and you know, they, they didn't even give me a helping hand. So sometimes it takes yeah. someone from an outside perspective 100%. to go, no, this person's got something, rather than just, we know Taffy, that, that's Taffy. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's a completely different story. No, li literally, and that's how it was. Like, they say, um, your, your strangers become your closest friends. Mm. But I understand that now because I've experienced it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like literally like a, um, literally angel sent person. Like, mm. And then, yeah, so literally I was there and, you know, that's how I actually formed Print Press Pro. So prior to Print Press Pro, my first company was actually called We Print Express. Mm -hmm. Now, what's funny about that is because it was like, um, my, my unique selling point was that we were just fast at printing. We'll get things done within the next day or whatever it is. But because it was me individually, I could do that. But of course, it wasn't a scalable business because, you know, production can take long, especially when the order is. So it was my first company. I just thought of a random name and that's how that happened. And obviously that was um, only recently I formed Print Press Pro around that time. And, you know, that's how I get got into production and doing the whole printing thing again and everything. Now, when it got back into that business, I had those mentors around me as I was speaking, as I was talking about. But one thing that I changed in terms of how I did business differently was education, like understanding 
the printing methods, understanding how things work, understand how long a job will take. If somebody wants to order a hundred t-shirts and they say they need it in 24 hours, can I get it done? Is it, it does it sound like it can work? Charging right, pricing right, making sure that I organize things in a way where I know I can get this done. And of course, with the financial side, making sure there's a cash, cash is in the bank to be able yeah. to do these things. Um, so when I, once I, once I set up all these things, the business scaled very fast. So I literally, those, those are times when I was going from like five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 grand a month in revenue. And it was just scaling and scaling as the time was going on. And that was the best, uh, most consistent time of being in business. So 2019, funny enough, around that time, I decided to take a break from business just to gain more education. So I gained more education by working for one of the biggest printing companies in the UK at that time. And when I was working with them, I was trying to gain the experience I needed to be able to implement it within my own business. So I worked with them for a period of time. Funny enough, it was during the pandemic. So when the lockdown happened, you know, I was, you know, further than getting paid to be at home and stuff, which was fun. But at the same time, it was great because I felt like I needed that break. Because when you're in business, especially from a young age, it's like getting on a train that doesn't stop. It just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And you need to get off that train. And if you don't get off that train, you're eventually going to crash. Do you feel like you feel guilty when you do take a break and then you constantly think, I need to do this, I need to do that? You struggle to switch off? A hundred percent. But like, that's why like it comes with maturity today to be able to be disciplined enough to make those decisions because that's what it's all about it's about creating habits and new habits all the time like because whatever worked then worked then some things can't always work that's why you always have to change your routine and see what works what doesn't work and learn from your mistakes that's everything um, in life though isn't it yeah, yeah. business or printing that can be applied to anything no definitely like and, and learning from those mistakes and that's why i said okay that's why i'm gonna focus more on education that's why I started learning more about the print industry. Actually understanding what does this mean? What is vinyl? How is it made? What, how does it work? How much does it cost? What are the costs of it? Okay, if I do like a left chest print, I know that's going to cost me like 20p. So I'm going to charge this amount because mm-hmm. if I charge that amount, I know it will be this profitable, if yeah. that makes sense. So that's how I was able to create systems and processes in the business. And I understand actually how to run a business it wasn't just a t-shirt, um, little t-shirt business from home anymore. I was actually trying to turn it into like, a sustainable business. And that's how we became um, Print Press Pros. Um, and then obviously now, today, you know, how we change our business model was mainly from everything we shared. So in terms of like whole eight years of, you know, being a t-shirt printer, garment decorator, or however anybody branded today, you know, we, we've, you know, myself, I've realized that I've gained a lot of experience over the years where now I'm willing to share. I'm willing to share and I want to be able to help other entrepreneurs out there or small businesses that actually need the guidance or help in terms of their t-shirt business or starting a t-shirt operation or whatever in a workplace, etc. Um, and yeah, like we, 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 we're currently, you know, set up to run programs now. Soon going to be start doing the workshops and certain um in companies, you know, we want to reach out to certain sectors like the schools, colleges, universities, even prisons. One of the things is prisons because um, in, in, in the community where I come from in London, you know, there's a lot of, you know, young people who are challenged with a lot of 
problems and lack of opportunities. Um, most of them end up going back and reoffending into prison or, you know, getting back into crime because they lack certain skills, you know what I mean? And then, and this, I feel like in this industry, is so consistent like they we have t-shirts to print every day you know how it is in production there's things to print every day and i think that's something we we want to offer we want to be able to offer employment for you know these young people who actually want to start a t-shirt business one day like myself or anybody who wants to um you know start their own you know company you know one day that's that's how we, we plan to do it so um with print press pro now we are officially you know on the way to becoming uk's first educational print technology company where we can teach people about heat presses and transfers and yeah. how to start a t-shirt business and scale it up so yeah that's that's the main focus of us now sounds like a very busy year ahead of you it is it is a very busy year ahead of us but um this is why i work more with patience and allowing the process to happen today because before, when I was younger, it's, we live in a time with um, instant gratification. You know what I mean? So it's like we want to see things now, now, now. Especially being a young person, you know, I'm 26 now. When I started, I was 17, 18. Like, my head was all over the place. Like, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to spend my money how I wanted to. I was trying to, you know, have that mindset as, oh, I don't want to work a nine to five. Da, 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 da. But the reality of it is that nine to five is put in place to be able to have a structure of a, your day like it's not you can't look at it as nine to five oh, nine to five. no it's a structure of a day like those are the times that people work and the time people finish work you have to have, if you don't have no structure in your day your day is not going to be as productive as you want it to be so i had to understand that i can't just be like oh now i'm an entrepreneur i'm only going to work two hours a day one hour a day the reality is when you start a business you're probably doing 56 hours a week. That's the reality. Of course, the long term, like in terms of where I am today, where I can work three or four or five hours a day is from allowing time to happen, you know, spending time teaching others. So I don't have to focus on production. Like right now, let's say I'm, I'm here with you guys. I've got people I can, you know, trust and rely on to continue production as I'm here. But it's about taking that time to train people. Taking, taking that time to make that education, taking that time to learn these things. So that's what I'll, I'll mainly say. Yeah. From your experience, obviously, you spoke earlier about, you know, the importance of having that mentor in your life. And I can see yeah. that you're now starting to become the mentor to these people. Yeah, yeah. How would you, you know, we've got people that listen that have got businesses of all sizes and quite a few people who've started over the last couple of years and have gone on to success now. And they're looking at actually, yeah, I need to, I need to get them someone in to help me. Yeah. How would you, have you got any advice for anyone who's thinking about getting that first employee or the first yeah. couple of employees to get started and how you approach handling people and training and definitely, them? definitely, definitely. Well, the first thing is that you, you don't have to look everywhere to find these things. Some of these things are literally in front of you. Like um, a few books I was reading in the process of like, you know, getting to where I am today were... <clears throat> I'll start off with Profit First. Mm -hmm. That was by Mike, I can't pronounce his last name, but Mike Mcheck something. Mike I believe so. That's the one that is on your desk. Okay. Profit First. Um, really good book. Talks about profit, like, you know, taking profit first as a business owner um, and then how to manage those stuff. That just gives you a structure in terms of how to, like, run a business yeah. in terms of the financial perspective. I think he also talks about another book that is 
called Fix This Next, mm-hmm. which is also, you know, talks a lot about what is the next step in terms of fixing things in your business. Yeah. Um, one of what I'm currently reading right now in terms of like employment and working with people is called Who. I can't remember the author's name, but the book's called Who. It's a white cover with a blue like part on the edge of it. It talks a lot about employing people and how to employ people and etc. These are a lot of books that are out there that helps a lot in terms of like yeah. working with people. But in terms of more the practical things, I think the main thing you want to do is basically document your processes. So like if you know how to use a heat press, record it so someone can actually watch it and follow your steps. Yeah. That way, if everything's documented, you could automate it when it comes to training. I think there's platforms today like uh, Trainual where you can upload all your training on there and every new staff that comes in, you can just get them to like um, watch over the videos and learn how to do these things. Of course, things that are more practical and requires like more one-to-one support, you just got to dedicate the time. Um, and it's worth it in the long term because if that person masters how to do it, then you won't have to show them again. So sometimes it's about taking out the time and having the patience to show the person how it's done. Yeah. But like in terms of like overall mentorship, yes, find a mentor. Like you, yes, find a mentor. Like it's good to have a mentor uh, in business, in life and everything. Some people I know they have mentors for different things. Like they have a mentor for life, a mentor for business, a mentor for career, a mentor for whatever. So get as much mentors as you want. Like you you can never go wrong with a mentor because it's always something you can learn from them or someone else, if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, I'll say that. How did you find giving up the control did you have any problem with that oh, hard <laughs> difficult especially when i worked full-time yeah when i worked full-time i think one of those that was one of the um questions the employer asked me how would are you ready to you know let go of you know th- that pride of i'm a business owner i'm thinking yeah. and i was like yeah 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 sure sure yeah <laughs> of course in my mind i was thinking like, i want the job but being in the actual position of letting go of that power is more difficult Yes, it was difficult, but it was possible. I think yeah. I just had to remind myself the end goal. That, okay, I'm doing this temporary for now to learn so I can go to the next step. Yeah. So you just got to be humble, to be honest. You just got to be humble, allow the process to happen, take in information, learn from it, and move on from it. Yeah. So one of the other things I wanted to ask you about is obviously you're you know, a leading fulfillment company at the moment, but you've also actually started your own clothing brand along at the same time so tell us about yeah what motivated you to get going with that and a little bit about the story behind the brand sure so okay so i have a brand called overcome overcomers um previously named as overcomer lifestyle so overcomers is a lifestyle brand you know we we promote you know you know overcoming in life and everything you do so that is thriving in your career your health your relationships your everything and everything you do um how that came about funny story was i had a health problem so i had a health problem where it's just general health problems like I, I i i was constipated all the time had a rubbish diet all of that stuff and then i remember um i, I started going to the gym and then someone told me you know you should do a challenge for yourself, wherever it is, because I hated drinking water. I was one of these people who just hated water. I don't know why, I just hated water. I just liked soft drinks. So I was like, okay, I'm going to drink water. I, I think the challenge was just to drink water for one month, but I ended up doing it for one year. 
I literally drank no juice, no alcohol, no nothing for one year. I was literally drinking just water. And in that time, I saw so many health benefits. Of course, the health issues I had disappeared. And then after that, I obviously lost weight. I became healthier. And around that time, I was doing multiple challenges. I was doing like a vegan challenge. And I did this challenge and then this challenge. And that's how it became the Overcomers lifestyle brand. So um, how it started is that I used to print like random T-shirt designs saying it. And then... um, you had like symbols. So like a pound sign will be career and then a heart will be health and then okay. it'll show different areas of your life. And then basically um, a lot of people are like, no, this is really good. I'm buying a t-shirt, not because they only like the t-shirt, but because they like the meaning behind the brand yeah. because of the challenges and all the things I was doing all the time. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me do that. And then literally it went from everybody wanting to be a part of the, 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 the brand. And then I remember I had people messaging me on Instagram saying, uh, I've been taking part of your water challenge for two months now and I previously stopped smoking. When that happened, I said, yeah, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to be like. I need to, I need to take this brand seriously because this brand could be like the, you know, the next big thing, etc. Yeah. And yeah, like years went on and <clears throat> it continued to scale up like till today. Like, um, there's so many people, like even this morning, somebody ordered, um, some stuff and then I was like, I'm always curious to find out where my customers come from. And then I asked the person, they said they literally were just looking around for like core cool brands and like the meaning behind mine. So yeah. they placed the order. I said, wow, that's great. Thank you so much. <laughs> but I love it because it's like when you put all that time into designing and working on those designs and doing the website and making it look so good and you're really working on concepts to make it and people are like, yeah, we love it. We love it. It's like, it, it's such, it's so, it's such a fulfilling feeling. Um, and then, yeah, literally, so all the challenges that I did, everything I've put out has, you know, played a big import with the brand today. And most of the products I make myself, but one of the things that I've, I've set up recently is the print on demand, okay. because I wanted to be able to have control of the brand at the same time as supplying for everyone, because I knew there's a lot of people who wanted um, for example, to get a one-of-one piece. And initially, I, not that I don't have the time to do it only, it's just, it, it's tedious, it's long to just focus on one T-shirt sometimes. So the print-on-demand has been very helpful yeah. with that part. But most of it, I like to take control of it. The, the, obviously, the difference between print-on-demand and using like transfers, for example, from what I've noticed is that obviously that's DTG. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes DCG, the colors don't come out as vibrant as it will with transfers. So that's why I like to take more control of it with transfers, yeah. package it myself and ship it out. Um, so like with, tra- with transfers, like w- what I've been using with you guys, even within my own business with Printpress Pros, um, using transfers has changed everything for me because I obviously started off with a vinyl car. Like my business started off from my bedroom at my mom's house you know, having a vinyl cut and press to be able to get like an office space and multiple office spaces over the years. I've moved so many offices. I don't even know how many offices I've had. But um, literally, those transfers were a great addition in the last like two, three years now because I've been able to um, get done things that I wouldn't get done in like one hour. Like yeah. you, you do it with vinyl, probably take me three, four, five hours, depending on what it was. But um, it saved me time and money and problems, and it just makes life easier. So I, I normally use transfers now with, with 
overcomer as well as print press pros because it's just it's just simple they like two-day delivery it's fast it gets done you know so life's um easy with that yeah and how do you do you approach anything differently with the fulfillment versus the brand is it or is it just kind of like the process in terms of the end product is the same but in terms of your organization and how you actually approach as a business owner is there much difference there yeah um so overcomer is what is it well it actually is a limited company so the similar structures i use with print press pro is a similar structure I use with overcomer in terms of like the process of how the orders come the good thing is that shopify already has this whole setup there so you can like channel how orders come in etc yeah. but like in terms of the whole business aspects of it in terms of the like the systems and processes in place pretty much the same um i just try to implement um basically how can i put it this way i enjoy doing both things but print press pros is more my career Overcomer is more my passion. Oh, yeah. If that makes sense. That that would be the best way to simplify it. Like print press print press pro is something that you know happened so unintentionally. That it just happened. Like I, I needed a t-shirt for I walked into that t-shirt and t-shirt shop in Brixton, you know, to get a t-shirt. I'm like, okay, let me just get some my own machine so I can do it myself and then it, people ordered it and it just happened that makes yeah. sense but with overcomer it was more like i felt it's kind of like my purpose in a way yeah. where i feel like i'm meant to be able to inspire people with my t-shirt designs and uplift their spirits and give them challenges to become better versions of themselves yeah. so yeah okay and there's probably quite a lot of people at the moment that are finishing up college or university young kids like yourself when you first started is there anything you'd advise them to especially ones that perhaps have no idea i mean most of them might have any idea what yeah some will be perhaps struggling more than others if you got any yeah. advice of how to just take on life or start their own business no definitely well a great start is if anyone's watching this now you're already doing great because this content is free you can go like most of the stuff that i've learned have been from youtube you know go on youtube search these things like you can watch targets videos print press pros videos and see everything we do talk about with in terms of like starting a t-shirt business but as well at the same time like there's so much to learn when it comes to starting a business or being an entrepreneur you know a lot of these things you can learn from you know like i said watching videos or listening to podcasts like this or you know just speaking to people networking was, was one of the biggest things as well that i went through just going out there like i think if i didn't actually reach out to certain people i wouldn't have had certain opportunities yeah sometimes you just got arcs mm -hmm. you just got arcs like target have set up this lovely space now where i ask if i can come down and you know they organize the whole day for me to come and get some shoots done so sometimes you don't know until you ask yeah. so you just got arc sometimes and you know it can all work out and obviously i know that you know in london you're you're trying to lead the charge and make a big difference for people who yeah. are underprivileged or mm -hmm. just don't even know where to start. But is yes. there any advice you, if someone's perhaps in a similar sort of spot to yourself, yeah. already got business, already print business, mm -hmm. and in their area of the country, you know, any advice you'd have for them if they wanted to reach out or to try and help other people that perhaps in their local neighbourhoods that you know where they might be able to make a difference and give someone their first chance? No, definitely. Like, um, I think. It's, honest, it's having the mindset first, you know, 
a few years ago, I remember I didn't think I could help or give back to the community because I felt like I had to make it first. Mm -hmm. I had to make it in life first before I give back to the community or do something, but it's not true. It's a lie. Like you can do the smallest things that helps your community. It could be the smallest things ever. It could be, you know, sign up to the local um, council, see if there's anything you could help out with. It could be the smallest thing at all. But then at the same time, it's also having a plan in place. Mm -hmm. You know, as I say, failing to plan is plan to fail. Like if you have a plan in place and structure, you know, how you can start a business or how you can get into certain things, it will make things a little bit easier for you. And obviously, again, having those conversations, reaching out to people, networking. Um, but at the same time as well, it's about finding ways to work together with people. I would say that as well, because I know a lot of people, when it comes to business, especially young people, everybody wants to do something. It's like, he's he started a t-shirt business, so, you know, his friend wants to go do something else because he doesn't want to do the same thing his friend's doing. Right. Why not? Why can't you both do it together? Yeah. Why can't you both do it together or start your own separate ones? There's enough business for everyone. That's the truth. Yeah. Would it be competition? Yeah, but there's, there's competition in life in itself. There's competition everywhere, but it won't stop you from getting business. You find your unique selling point. Find something. You might think to yourself right now, oh, um, no, my friend's got a T-shirt business. Oh, what? If I start one, I'm, I'm going to copy. No, you can do one as well. It, it, like, there's enough business for everyone. Understand that. Because at first, when I started up, I thought, you know, there's probably not a lot of people who want to order T-shirts. and blah, blah. That's just because I wasn't getting sales. Yeah. When I started getting sales, I understood, wow, I can't even manage all these customers that are coming in. So there is business for everyone. So you can do it. I think that, I think that's a really good point, actually. And yeah. Something that when people come in through these doors or meet at events is that people don't appreciate just how many little niches and yeah. subsections there are in the UK garment industry, yeah. just in the UK garment. I mean, some of the people that have come through here and you think, I had no idea that was possible to even yeah. they literally focus on the most random thing and that's yeah. the whole business there's enough people that are yeah. fans of that like, like much like you're saying with the you started out with a dance company yeah but I, I would bet that you're probably there's only there's only like one person who owned that dance company who went to the same school as you yeah, yeah. Sure you have the actual unique area so you know people could they could literally be neighbors like saying they could be friends but mm -hmm. their interests are so yeah varied that they you know that's their that's where their passion is going to come from no, so they, exactly. So they could absolutely be um, just as successful without ever having to speak to the mm -hmm. same customer in their whole career. No, definitely. And so one of the things you've got coming up um, in the pipeline, you've got a big um, educational program that you've lined up. Some, some yeah. of it's already started. Yeah. And this is for people who, not just for people who've never done anything, but it's also for people who partway along their business yeah. career or you know, even quite established because, like I said, you should never be afraid of educating yourself on a regular basis. No, definitely. But can, I, can you tell us a bit more about what you've got lined up, a bit more yeah. about the courses and how people might be able to find them? No, definitely. So, Print Press Pro, as I mentioned, is, you know, on the way to become UK's first educational print company. Yeah. You know, like I wish, you know, what I'm doing now, you know, existed eight years ago when I first started because I, you know, would have avoided a lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm at least the content being there because the content wasn't even around at those times. Like content's only been a thing as of recent, if that makes sense. So um, what we're trying to do is that we are trying to, you know, take away, 
you know, all the hassle of worrying of how to start a business. So like the, the whole thing on, you know, what machines to buy, what printing methods to use. You know, these are some things we cover in our program. We have nine steps. We're going to cover over three months in one of our programs. And this is for any individuals or organizations out there that may be interested in to knowing how to start a t-shirt business yeah. and become a print press pro, of course. But like at the same time, it's like we also have extended courses if you want to learn how to scale your t-shirt business. Maybe you already have one. Yeah. We want to understand how to scale it, how to ut utilize marketing or how to utilize, you know, certain uh, uh, strategies online. We, you know, we can assist you with that as well as workshops we're going to be doing. We're going to be going into the schools and colleges, you know, the art, fashion industry and being able to care for their needs too. Yeah. You know, as you know, in, in most educations, like they don't uh, cater for this type of, entry in in, in 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 the way we will it's going to be very intense in terms of like um a lot of informative information you know a lot of um, practical things are going to be able to you know in terms of showing people how to use the machines and understanding everything and yeah those are a lot of things we're going to do um it's going to be quite exciting like there's a lot of more things we're going to do in the future but we're just taking one day at a time yeah um, but yeah, we're, we're really excited to be able to help people, especially in our community, um, with these workshops and programs. And yeah, we, we, we look to scale up in the next six to 12 months. Excellent. That's really interesting. It's been, and, um, it's really been interesting, you know, you've been here, so we've obviously yeah. been speaking off mic as well, learning more about your history. So it's really, yeah. really inspiring to see what, what you've achieved over the last seven, eight years and how you're looking to. And make a real difference for the next eight years as well for yourself and your community that um you're involved with so take my hat off to you on that Taffy. really no, appreciate, really appreciate that and so if they want people want to find you um where can they find you online or on socials no literally print press pros everywhere literally print press pros everyone always asks is the s at the end yes it's the s at the end of pros pros um that's the same website www.printpresspros.co.uk instagram facebook Twitter, LinkedIn, everywhere, print, press, pros. And if they want to find your brand and they want to join in with a challenge with you. Yeah, overcomers. So literally, I, I took out the abbreviation. So I did O-V-R-C-M-R-S. So overcomers.co.uk. Literally, that's the website. It's the same on Instagram, overcomers.co.uk. That's O-V-R-C-M-E-R-S.co.uk. Perfect. Anything else you want to add, Molly? No, I am good. That was really interesting. Thanks, Thanks so, so much, much for coming on to our podcast. It's okay. I know I was looking at one more Andy. I wasn't, you know what I mean? It's all right. That's why there's two of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's been great. I think everyone's going to really enjoy listening to this episode. I appreciate Hopefully it. some people can take away some lessons that like, you've learned. Yeah. Be inspired by your story. Start their own scale up. Get in touch with you, Definitely. et cetera. Um, yeah, so thank you very much for tuning in today, everyone. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Target Transfers podcast so that you don't miss another episode. And follow us on socials. It's at Target Transfers and at Target Transfers podcast. And we will see you next Thursday with another episode. <laughs> <laughs> really random. Right. Yeah. I don't know, really sure. <laughs> 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 <laughs>